Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. It's that time of year where the daylight and the clock play tricks on you. My goodness, this is my sixth time change, daylight savings time time change in Fort McMurray. And I don't know if I'll ever get used to how dark it gets so early. Yesterday, I was leaving Mac Island at like five o'clock. And um, within the 10 minutes of me getting home, it was already pitch black outside. It's crazy. And then, of course, you know, I was like, oh, I should probably go to bed. It's getting late. And I looked at the clock and it was 622. (laughs) Okay, All right. I'll get used to this. I know that it's going to continue to get dark um, about December 21st. The sun goes down around 345. And then from there, it just gets brighter. So we only have to hold on till then. And then we'll start seeing some more daylight again. But my goodness, is it hard to remember. And how long is too long to say? I mean, it, it's five o'clock, but it feels like six o'clock. It's 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 four o'clock, but it's actually five o'clock. You know, when you're messing around with your head, trying to justify just why it's all messed up in there. How long does it take for you to get used to it? About a week? Is that too long to keep saying that? I don't know. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I've had a couple big virtual meetings at home recently, and I always do them in my office slash second bedroom slash storage room slash catch-all room. Um, my desk is against one wall, and the webcam seems to catch pretty much everything in the room behind me. Um, the person can see like my deep freeze. They can see my shoe rack, the crafting project that I'm halfway through, even my e-bikes, um, the chair that my husband sits in and reads while I work sometimes. And then I look what's behind them. And usually it's just a nice plain old wall. Uh, sometimes it has some great art on it or some friendly plants have been like perfectly set up. And I wonder... Did they set this up on purpose? And is their desk just in a wide open room, but they've like made a person sized slot behind it for them to fit in so that their like zoom corner looks good? And then I wonder, would I do this if I was always in virtual meetings? Because I mean, I hardly am in meetings at home, but the ones I'm in, I'm like, hmm. I wonder if I should follow suit with you. And it's fun to watch the news in the morning, too. You know, they have different people on that are usually working from home. But you can tell that as the pandemic has gone on, they have curated their backdrop. Sometimes it's like a home edit bookshelf with all the rainbow books in a row and it just looks lovely. And sometimes they're like, I'd like to show off this old artifact that I have on my shelf. Do you do that? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Last May, my husband had to isolate for two weeks because he had a close COVID contact. Now, he felt completely fine, but he wasn't allowed to leave the house. And so he went on a purging spree. He rewatched Marie Kondo's um, Sparking Joy uh, movie, and then he just went nuts. And we got rid of so much stuff, and we piled it all into our car. Now, the car that we piled it into is one that we don't drive during the summer. We switch and put a little truck on the road. And while that two weeks was happening, the river broke. And so, of course, it was time to use our kayaks. And so we never drove that car again until this past weekend. So it was still full of all the things to donate. We finally got to the thrift store and we started unloading. And it was like, I got rid of this. Did I mean to? Do I still want this? It was so hard not to shop in our own car after we had already not missed this stuff for six months. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. I am happy to say that my husband only pulled out three books from the entire car load full of things that we took to the thrift store. But, man, it could have been a doozy. 
Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. There are some tools in life you just don't realize how important they are until you don't have one, i.e. a snow brush. Yesterday, the frost on my car was so thick and I went to look for my snow brush and remembered I think I actually saw it in my husband's car. So I had to go back inside, get his keys, unlock his car, find my snow brush, um, of course do like the unlovely tasks that we're going to be doing for the next five months of scraping the frost off my car and then run back inside, give him back his keys. (laughs) And Then, of course he was sleeping, he didn't know any of this happened. Last night, he came out home from work and he said, excuse me, thief. And I was like, thief. Wow, that's like a quite a strong word. And he was like, you stole my snow brush. Absolutely not. I will not stand for that. I did not steal his snow brush. I took my snow brush back after he stole mine. Okay, maybe I did take his good snow brush and left him mine. But beside the point, snow brushes are so important. If you don't have a snow brush, you have to wait till your car defrosts on its own and hope that the blower in your dash is really good. It is a very important tool. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. A new study has come out saying those who are working from home wouldn't recognize two-thirds of their coworkers out in public. They just aren't connecting. You know, they're, they're on a screen, but they're not actually in reality. And I wanted, like, call malarkey on this, but this actually happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I went to an event and I was a bit early. So I was like, I'm just going to sit in my car and, and give it some time, you know. <laughs> and so I'm in there and I'm just kind of messing around on my phone, watching the clock. And somebody pulls up next to me and they're sitting in their car doing the same thing. And I look over and I'm like, OK, sweet. No big deal. They go inside. A few minutes later, I get out of my car and go inside and I meet up with my coworkers. I'm like, hey guys, like it's so nice to see you in real life. Oh my gosh, like we're always on in boxes on Zoom. At the end of the night, three hours later, we walk out together and back to our cars and guess who was parked beside me, but the person I had been hanging out all night with and who I looked over at when I was sitting in my car at the beginning of the night and was like, oh yep, she's probably just waiting for somebody she knows. I knew her. <laughs> I actually did. So absolutely, I think this stat is correct. Two thirds of people are not recognizing their coworkers out in public. Is that you too? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Does your dog need a friend? a date and insta bestie for all your posts there's an app for that this guy in toronto was taking his 10 year old golden retriever out to the dog parks and noticed they were getting a bit old for all the other dogs there to play with and they wanted to find them a dog friend of the same vintage so they created this app called paw mates now it's pretty much tinder for dogs you can select what kind of dog you want to find if it's a cute dog an old dog an alpha dog whatever And then you can even suggest what types of owners you're looking for, which honestly, after reading some of the reviews where the person met their significant other on the app, it seems like maybe it's also a new dating app for humans. Must love dogs, anyone? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. It is getting dark so early. Last night, my husband got home from work and it was already pretty much dark and he was amazed to see that it was in the four o'clock hour. Then he switched on the TV, and a few moments later, he was just like, it is so dark, I have to use a flashlight to figure out which button I want to press on the remote. And I was like, all right, just get used to it. It's okay. Your eyes will adjust. We're we're in this for the next five months or so. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. There comes a time every fall when you decide that 
Your bed needs to be just as cozy as the rest of your wardrobe and you switch your sheets over to the flannel. That was me yesterday. I was like, oh man, this is going to be so great. I made my bed so perfectly with these flannel sheets and I could not wait to get in it last night. After quite a sleepless night, I am completely reminded that um, I don't need to be that warm while I'm sleeping. No matter how cold it is outside, a flannel sheet is like an extra blanket, and my furnace works just fine. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. My car is getting a bit old. It's a 2006, but it's a Toyota, so it'll run forever. But it's kind of to the point where some of the items that need fixing on it may be the same price as what I could sell it for, so it may find itself in someone else's driveway soon. Um, But last week, my husband noticed a little puddle of oil where I parked and wanted to check it out. When he opened the hood, it was like the oil pan had exploded everywhere. There was no oil left in it and everything inside was covered in oil. Um, But thankfully, he's a pretty handy guy and YouTube is a pretty helpful tool. Um, And the oil pan gasket was the culprit. And so for two evenings last week, my car sat in the driveway and he laid underneath it and knocked on the door with his foot every 10 minutes or so to have me turn the tap on and put some Dawn dish soap on his hands. But now... My car is back up and running, Um, and so I just want to give a huge shout out to Sky My Guy for uh, fixing that up. But there are other things on my car that are just not going to get fixed. Um, For instance, my windshield. It broke last year just along the very bottom line of uh, the wipers, and I would like to get it fixed, but every time I say it out loud, someone says to me, oh, every windshield in Alberta is broken. It's just the way it is. Like, what? It's just the way it is. And even when I went to get Alberta insurance um, a few years back when I moved here, they said, oh, don't do the windshield insurance. The deductible is the same price as getting a new windshield. You may as well just uh, just pay for the windshield. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and now I'm wondering, like, am I ever going to fix that? Or is my 2006 car just going to have that crack at the very bottom of it? And I'm wondering... For you, do you have something on your car that's probably never going to get fixed? 780-791-1037. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. The windshield on my car is broken, and every time I say that out loud to somebody, they say, all windshields in Alberta are broken. Uh, we've got the boss here, Andrew. Andrew, is the windshield on your vehicle broken, too? No, the windshield on my ve- my current vehicle is beautiful, oh. absolutely spotless right now but i'm sure one drive down to edmonton soon is going to put a chip in it and uh i I don't know if i'm the only person in in fort mcmurray that has this feeling it's like one chip you're just kind of like well it's going to probably get another and then it gets another chip and you're like ah it's probably going to get another and you're like how long do you wait before you get that well hopefully not too long because then it suddenly just one day you go over a bump and it plays connect the dots and all of your chips suddenly then it's done then it's done absolutely What else on your vehicle are you like, I'm not going to get that fixed? Okay, so I've had a few, but the one I will mention, because a lot of people kind of made fun of me on it, and it actually kind of became fun for the passenger, the knob broke off on my heat selector, my heating air conditioning, like where it comes out of, like whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, the knob just busted off one time, and so I didn't get it fixed. It was kind of expensive to fix. I hot glued the knob back on and just kept it in the one position. So, like, every time somebody would get in my car and be like, oh, I want a little bit of heat on me, and then, nope, doesn't work. They oh, try to yeah. turn it, and they try to turn it again, and they, try to, and they would try and try and try until they asked me what was going on, and I would leave them to try until they said something. <laughs> but, yeah, that thing was hot glued on there for four years. 
And that's like one of those things where you, you don't touch the music. It's my car. So <laughs> I'm the driver. It's like, don't touch the heat. I'm the driver. And I made sure you can't touch the heat. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I found a new thing for you to waste money on. Is that judgy of me? Okay, I'm going to tell you what it is. So it's digital clothing. So it's like this new fashion trend where instead of actually buying clothing that you can wear on your body, instead you go to a website and you look at all of these outfits and you decide which one you like. And then you decide also on a picture of yourself that you like that you're like, hmm, I look good there. And you send in your photo and they paste the clothes onto your photo in Photoshop and send it back to you and then you can use it on your social media accounts. What do you think? It's like designers are now doing this. They're designing digital fashion just for you to Photoshop onto your body. I don't know how much it costs. It's like this thing called Dress X. Um, It kind of reminds me of paper dolls. (laughs) And to be honest, I don't think I'm ever going to jump on this trend, but I did say that about rompers too, and now I own five. So we'll see what happens in a couple years. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this conversation right now means that I'm holding on to the no, I'm not going to jump on this train. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. A new study has come out that says if you don't like the weather, don't move. Now, I've heard people say there's no bad weather, just bad clothing. And it has really made me get out and enjoy the weather a lot more. I've started, you know, skiing in the winter and doing all those things to try and soak up some outside. But they say if you're in search of the sun, you should just take a couple warm vacations a winter. And the short bursts do better for your mood than just constantly living in a sunny place. Now, I feel like the person who said this doesn't know that we live in Fort McMurray really far away from this warm sun that they're talking about and that a couple short trips over the winter would eat up all your holidays and all your savings. But either way, <laughs> they also say that the ideal temperature for most people to feel overwhelmingly happy is 13 degrees. I don't know if we'll see that in, on the thermometer until about March. And I don't know if 13 degrees makes me overwhelmingly happy. I mean, 27 is, is better for me. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. There's a new partnership that I'm a bit confused about. It's between Delta Airlines and Peloton. Now, if you don't know what Peloton is, it is that spin bike that everybody needs during this pandemic. They're like, I need to work out at home. I must pay $3,000 for a spin bike. Um, and then it comes with this like app membership where you can watch uh, spin classes on the screen. Now, they've partnered with Delta to bring classes to the backs of people's chairs on the screen there uh, while they're flying. Now, um, I think this is one way to really annoy your seatmate, but (laughs) apparently they're meditations and they're also stretches. And I can just picture somebody sitting in the middle seat being like, hey, the screen is telling me to just put my arms in front of your faces and see how far I can reach out. I don't get it. And the next Delta flight I'm on, if somebody starts doing that in front of my face, that call button will be pressed so fast. Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.